Welcome to the Studies and Career Podcast, Episode 2. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Isabel. And we have a very special guest today. Hi, I'm well, Paula. <laughs> Welcome, Paula. Yeah. So you're here today and we're going to talk to you a little bit about your studies here at Uppsala University. Okay. <laughs> so let's start. Where Where do you come from? Um, I come from Brazil, from the southeast of Brazil. It's probably a place you've never heard of before, but it's somewhat near Sao Paulo in Rio. It is called Belo Horizonte, if anyone's listening out there. <laughs> Bella. Belo Horizonte. Oh, nice. So it's by the by the ocean? No, it is not. It's very much inland. It's just in that general region, the southeast. Okay. Um, yeah. I wish it was by the ocean. It is not. <laughs> okay. So you moved from Brazil. That's quite far to Sweden. So um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So you started in Brazil, yeah, and you did your masters. I did there. my yeah, my undergrad and my masters there. The reason I ended up in Sweden was kind of well by accident. I wasn't looking to come to, to go to Sweden for a PhD. It was more like I was looking for PhDs that were interesting, and I saw this ad for a position in Uppsala University. But basically, that's how I ended up in Sweden. But I will say that of all the places that I could possibly have thought of going for a PhD, Sweden is definitely like the best probably. Because being a student here, it's um, it's a different, it seems more gratifying experience than, so I don't have like personal experience being a PhD student, let's say like in the United States or somewhere else. And, in in Europe but what I hear from people that are is that it's a very it's a very sort of a competitive and kind of aggressive environment mm -hmm. and so like you're overworked and uh, stressed all the time and here and also underpaid <laughs> and here in Sweden it's not like that at all so it's um we're not, I, I, I'm not overworked. I don't feel overworked and I know none of my friends uh, feel mm. like, yeah, overworked, super stressed, nobody, like it's so a very... That's yeah. very interesting. So why why do you think it is like that here in Sweden? If is, I mean, I guess it's depending on the group you're working with, the supervisor and... The yeah, but I think it's more a culture of Sweden kind uh -huh. of thing is uh okay. yeah because of you know you have you guys have a very you're both Swedish right yeah. yes you yes. guys have a very um <laughs> am I saying this right equitable it's like a very um like equal and sort of uh mm. society and you have um concerns about labor rights and things like that so it's um it's more because of that I think it's more because of that culture of um and also like balancing uh personal life and work life which is very important for people here in Sweden for the, like yeah, yeah Swedes in general and I think Scandinavians in general from what I've seen mm -hmm. but I think it's it's m more importantly than the group I think you work with is this general culture of of Sweden yeah. that's my <laughs> that's yeah. my take so on it I think so I mean and from your experience in Brazil so it's quite a big difference then. Big difference. It's not that in Brazil it's bad, but there is some of this uh, thing that I, I mentioned, like of of people always expecting more of you and uh, expecting you to over, yeah, mm. sort of like overwork, uh, stress overachieve. out, overachieve, yeah. yeah. Yes. 
No, but it's not achievement per se, because, I mean, here in Sweden, people are super high achievers. That's not, and, and especially people that I, I know in my PhD program, they're super high achievers as well. But it's an achievement without the stress, I think. It's a... Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so what is your what is your project you're working on here? I be, I guess it's in biology? It's yeah, in in evolutionary biology. So but I'm not actually working I'm I'm not doing any empirical work. So I work on theoretical biology. So uh, the general question behind my PhD project is how does organismal complexity affect the potential for biological diversification? So you're more of a mathematician than a biologist, or what is your background? What oh, did, what did yeah. you do? Your that's gonna be a f- an interesting answer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have a bachelor's degree in philosophy. So I my major is philosophy with emphasis in philosophy of science. And my minor, well, the equivalent of a minor in Brazil is in biology. After I graduated, I decided to move on to biology and I got a master's in population genetics. I decided to switch things around again and come to work under a mathematician doing a mathematical project. So, but it's, my project is basically, yeah, very mathematical in content okay so <laughs> very diverse and b- very interesting yeah so you, 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 i guess you you don't have like the average background of a phd student or no what would you say <laughs> i guess i don't have yeah, i don't have an average oh, background there is, of there is there is no such thing as an average background yeah, I must say. But, uh sort of like the usual not average but usual uh, no, I don't have a, a usual background of, of PhD students that are usually more people that have been building on the same area for a while. Um, so that's not me. I, so I'm just so curious. I think that's very interesting because it sounds like you're a person who wants to switch and do something different. I mean, have a different view. You started with philosophy yep. and then ended up with <laughs> theoretical biology yeah yeah basically um i think from an academic point of view what i guess the only explanation i can think of that is easier is like that i'm very curious i want to learn and i want to um contribute to different fields and um i don't know i have this like urge this hunger for like knowing things and I don't know it's it's kind of incomprehensible in in terms of career I I don't really think like that I think more in terms of personal achievements personal um gratification and the career is more like a you know an incidental and byproduct of it I mean I would definitely like to have a career in academia which I think is the only place that will take a person with such a crazy background as I do. (laughs) Uh, But mostly what drives me is not so much like strategic um, decisions about what would be best to do next, but more like, what am I really eager to to know now kind of thing. It's 
I think that's mm-hmm. a perfect uh, driving force. Yeah, to, yeah. In a career. Yeah. I mean, many people do, of course, have the same driving force as I do, but it's mostly what I see are uh, people that with that driving force just pursuing more into the same field, I guess. And I I don't know if it's courage or madness that I decide to, yeah. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. But for how long have you been in Sweden? So I got here and I'll tell you the precise date, November 12th, 2015. Uh, so yeah, it's been over a year now. This is my second winter, and <laughs> I must say, like, the first time, the first winter, I, I had never been outside Brazil, almost, basically, so it was all very new and exciting, and I'm like, oh my god, look how funny, it's dark at three <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> funny? I, I wouldn't say that it's funny. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's so interesting, look how different it is. The same with summer, like, oh my god, look outside, it's 11 at night and it's still white but right now I'm kind of I wish I'm eager for winter to be over because it seems like it's been forever yes. it's been five months already <laughs> enough <laughs> is enough yeah so it sounds like the weather and the climate here really affects you yeah ap- apparently so if you asked me last year I would not know the answer to that because I would say like I don't know everything is new so it's but right now I think the answer is yes and I've heard enough Swedes telling me that th- there's a point when you kind of want winter to be over because you're like I can't believe this is still here <laughs> <laughs> but I think I do think the the climate and, and the daylight uh, thing affects me more than I had any idea, like more than I thought possible. I, I've I had some friends that had been to Europe like for a period of time before and they were like, oh, the darkness is horrible. And last year I'm like, well, it's just different. It's kind of fun. But this year I'm like, no, it's kind of bad. I think I just, I have this stupid idea of myself that like, ah, it's, it's okay. It's not much, it's not gonna affect me. But it ends up kind of affecting mm. in the end, so... It does, I think so. It's uh, And even, uh, I mean, we've been living here for our whole life and we're still affected by mm-hmm. the sunlight or lack of sunlight. Yeah. And yeah. then when spring comes, we get all crazy. Super excited. <laughs> <laughs> excited and we're out all night and yeah. we're partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. that's kind of, uh, I think, what I kind of had a brief feeling of the week before when it was a bit lighter and, and warmer. I'm like, yeah, spring! So I'm really looking forward to spring now. <laughs> Hopefully it'll yeah, come. It's soon, it's I soon. think. It's yes. coming. We're hoping for spring <laughs> to come. So that was a quite a big change for you. Yeah. Yes, it was a very dramatic change, especially, I, I mentioned before, I had never left Brazil. Um, I mean, I traveled like twice abroad, but that was it. And for very short periods of time, for like a, you know, week long. So I've never been for extended, any extended period of time outside Brazil. And the first time I do it, it's Sweden. It's like completely <laughs> <laughs> the other side of the world. The, the thing like... It was a very big change and in the end it was I realized that it was very hard. It was not something to to do lightly. Of course, I didn't do it lightly. I I've been planning to 
uh, I've always wanted to get a PhD somewhere abroad. So it wasn't something just, yeah, that I just came up with one day. But it was something that I did not quite acknowledge the magnitude of how this uh, change would affect me. And it, because it it's one of those things like, each each little difference by itself would not have mattered but the the thing is that you change everything and at mm-hmm. once and for you know like one day you're home and the next day your whole life is like completely different switched upside down and your whole everything you've ever known is not there anymore it's just crazy. You know, your friends are not there. Your family's not there. Your support networks, the way you navigate the world is, is you're not familiar with it. So I remember, I don't know, um, people telling me like, oh, you're going to have maybe a hard time with the people that, you know, uh, Europeans, especially North, North Europeans, they're more distant people, more cold. And that's actually not true. It is not true. Uh, I don't think Swedes are distant and cold at all. I think it's misperceived because you are shy and you keep to yourselves, like your personal lives, you keep to yourselves, but you're also very open to to other people. To me, the best thing that happened when I moved here was meeting Swedes because you, <laughs> you guys are adorable, seriously. My best friends here so far uh, have been Swedes. My boyfriend is Swedish. So it's uh, you are very warm people, very open to, to others, even though you are shy. So what do you think? You, you said you wanted, you would like a career within academia yes. after you finish. Yes. And uh, would, would you consider staying here in Sweden or would you like to move back to Brazil? Or I would actually love to stay here in Sweden. Um, I'm building a life here uh, and I would like to continue building it for the next um, three years until the end of my PhD. I'm creating roots and I don't want to pluck the roots out again because yeah. <laughs> doing that the first time was so hard. Yeah. And yeah, it would be yeah. it would be nice if I could stay somewhere in Sweden or yeah, mm-hmm. something of that sort in yeah. academia in Sweden. That would be lovely. I mean, one one way of doing a, a career within academia is I mean, the next step you have like uh, you're doing a postdoc, postdoc and then yes research assistant position mm-hmm. or something like that and mm-hmm. then, so i guess for doing a postdoc you might have to move somewhere else yeah but the good thing about postdocs is that they're shorter depending i can spend like a year and a half abroad and somewhere not so far away from here but and hopefully come back so so would you ever think that you would uh, get used to this darkness and cold? <laughs> I think, well, that's kind of hard. I think it will always probably affect me. But I also think I haven't had enough experience with it to learn to accept it. Like that, that's the way it is. <laughs> you can't really change it. You though. can't change the weather. <laughs> yeah. You can't change the movement of the sun. And yeah. I I think I will eventually get used to it 
What I thought of Sweden before coming here was kind of this idea that everyone else in the world has of like Scandinavia. It's a paradise. Everything works perfectly and every everyone is super happy and sort of uh, the place with, you know, the highest quality of life in the world, which is true. But when I came here and after living here a little while, what I saw is actually this idea that everything is flawless is not really true and it's good because it must be super boring living in a flawless place. <laughs> oh, <where yes. laughs> but also I think the very interesting thing is that the problems are sort of similar to, you know, people's problems in general, but the way you deal with it and the way the state is able to deal with problems that affect society is very different. That's what makes that's what makes it one of the best places to live in the world and one of the, the places where it's got the highest quality of life. So in terms of like cultural shock, I I don't think I had any kind of, um, because in, in a way, I mean, Brazil is a Western society, so we yeah. kind of share the same values. Yeah. The most different thing was basically the way people behave. Brazilians are very extroverts and I guess also generalizing Brazilians considering how big Brazil is is a bit difficult but yeah <laughs> but generally uh, on average Brazilians are more uh, extroverted than Swedes and um, the way the way people make friendships more casually is is also different but that was basically my my the biggest difference that I saw was the way people the way people interact. Brazilians interact very easily and mm. Swedes are all very it's sh- more shy. And, <laughs> yeah, you're more reserved. Like, you really, really keep to yourselves. Yeah. Like, when I got here, one of the first things that I noticed was how people in Brazil really talk in the bus. Like, they, they're they really loud. They, You know, you can hear people's conversations like when they're across the bus and you're, like, listening to them talking. And here, like, people don't usually talk in the bus. They're quiet. I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so you, Yeah, you, you almost think it's annoying when someone starts talking to you in the bus because... Because yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm minding my own business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like so. there's, there's way less, I guess, like spontaneous interactions with strangers. But on the other hand, every time you... Every time I've talked to a complete stranger, they were nothing but extremely courteous and and kind. The place I live, the place I come from actually, is like a very urban big city, three million people. So Mm. people are usually in a hurry. People are usually... Yes. And then Uppsala is a quite small town. Yeah, quite small town. People are usually... The the pace Mm. of life here is very different, much, much slower than it is uh, back home. But I mean, people back home are super nice too. That's not what I'm saying, folks. <laughs> but none of yes. that was a big shock. No, no, no. Yeah, none of that was... That was quite expected, I guess. It was sort of, yeah, it was and sort that's... of expected. And what wasn't expected was just the fact that you're very, you're all very warm inside. Like, deep inside, you're very warm people. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone else listening to this and wondering, oh... Would I move to Sweden, or what would you like to say to that? Person? Uh, definitely move to Sweden. Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> 
I recommend it. I just, yeah, buy the sun lamps. They're really important. (laughs) (laughs) Also, buy something to, like, drapes, because in summer, it's really light outside, so. You want to be able to sleep in the (laughs) summer. (laughs) Yeah, but I would definitely recommend anyone moving, like, if they're considering getting a PhD, you're going to be a very happy PhD student here, definitely. Mm -hmm. For example, here, you're, you're still... A student but you're also an employee and that gives you all the um, uh, security of like the social security network that right. is available for I think that's very important that is very important and that definitely does not happen in, in every country mm-hmm. um, you're more of a student you're more of a student and you're much more vulnerable so mm-hmm. you don't have you're not entitled to health care you're not entitled to, I don't know, a maternity leave or paternity mm. leave and things like that. Mm. Um, whereas here, you are, you're learning, but you are also an employee. So that gives you that kind of like security that you wouldn't yeah. have otherwise. I think it's very important. So that brings me to another question. So you have, uh, you're teaching as well. I haven't started yet, but I will start, yes, next week, actually. Oh, okay. Yes. So what type of course (laughs) is that? Yeah, uh, so we have in IBG. Yes, mm -hmm. IBG. Yeah, Yeah. what is it? It's not a, it's a... Institute. Yes, it's for the educational department of biology. Anyways, we have this uh, introduction to postgraduate studies that uh, basically... Well, as the name says, introduces students to postgraduate studies. But there is a module of that course on philosophy of science. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's basically what I'm going to teach. Or we're going to give a course on philosophy of science and basically introduce students um, to questions of like, what is science? How do you do science? And things like that. And uh, what is science's role in society? Uh, so that's... And that is very important. Yes. Especially right now. Yes, I agree totally. It's kind of a shame that people have to go through their most of their careers, like without most of their education, actually not careers, without being exposed to this kind of thing. But it's it's still important that it happens at some point. And I guess the PhD is a good good point to do it. Still, you're still not fully, I guess, fully formed as a scientist. So you're still there's opening for that kind of thing to penetrate your mind and like yes. you know plant a little seed. yeah questioning and and yeah and like reflecting upon what you do from a, a more philosophical point of view instead of more instead of just the pragmatic yes. let's get things done yes. kind of way take a step back and think of so why is it that i'm doing this why is it that i'm doing this and not that kind of thing kind yeah. of questions yeah. yeah so i it's i find it really important but then okay. I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> it's your subject, mm-hmm. so it's okay to be biased. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, you're you're doing a PhD, and it's it's supposed to be for four years. Yeah, four. So four years, and uh, and you're gonna you're supposed to write a couple of articles, yeah. and then you write your thesis. Yes. And mm-hmm. So when when will you be finished? The time when everything is ready. I still have some time ahead but considering how fast last year went by i shouldn't be too relaxed about it (laughs) but time flies (laughs) but before we end yes uh, is it something else you want to add or say (laughs) 
Uh, you have a, like a special message to other uh, people that uh, consider doing a PhD? Because you mentioned before that coming to Sweden is is uh, could be a good thing, but uh, is there something else like within doing the research, doing uh, doing a PhD? You mean like in terms of yeah, like in, in academic terms, like yeah. sort of getting or not a PhD kind of mm. thing. Yeah. That's something that really depends really on whether a person wants to have an, a career in academia so if you want to have a career in academia definitely do your phd of course and educate yourself ever more but also getting a phd is really good if you don't want to stay in academia if you just if you want to go uh, work in industry or if you want to start a, a company or something it's all it's a really good experience of Research is a really good life experience. That's a weird thing to say, but it's it's kind of true. Like research is a is is an important life skill, especially nowadays when everything is so high stakes and so sophisticated. That yeah, being able to successfully navigate through a research environment is definitely a skill, a life skill worth having. I would agree on that. Too. Yeah, but then also if you want to just you know move to the beach, be a hippie or something, don't get a PhD. You're better off moving to the beach and being a <laughs> but no seriously um getting a phd is a I, i think it's a generally valuable uh experience that was my not so well-formed message but it, uh, <laughs> i think especially i mean as the world looks today and uh, research is so important yeah and the science is really important yeah. so i think you're, you're doing yeah. a good job yeah <laughs> picking this career uh, thank you it's very it's valuable for, yeah. for the future yes thank you so much for coming here oh thank you yeah, for thank inviting you for, me it thank was, you for sharing your yeah. experience you're most fun. welcome thanks yes. for having me it was really fun okay first first time interviewed in a podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you and thank you f- to everyone who listens and yes see um, you next time yeah bye bye